for some people it might be five minutes for some it might be five years but of growing in your confidence in your work and yeah. your overall value like right. i think as my pricing evolved i wasn't just like getting more comfortable in my artistic self i was getting more comfortable in myself self yes that's so really important because it's so like you said because it's so intimate it's a big chunk of who you are and how you feel about yourself. I want to call this our little holiday extravaganza. Yes. Like we're super stressed and you probably are too. Yeah, this is just, so we had a discussion and we're like, oh, you should be our December guest. And we said no one because we're tired. <laughs> Everyone else is tired and we're going to get on just the two of us and have a little bit of a loopy conversation. Yes. To just be super vulnerable and talk about what's going well, what we wish was going better. <laughs> And a lot of other things that I think have, especially this time of year, can be super stressful and also confusing for a lot of artists. Yes, but the, in like an uplifting way, yeah. we're going to have this discussion. Yeah, we're not just going <laughs> to come on here and shit talk and just be super depressing. One minute in, people are like, I don't know if this is This really is making me feel worse. <laughs> this isn't the holiday cheer I thought I was going to get. But we were just, I mean, we've had, you know... I know you've been working your butt off. I've been working my butt off. We both have like our hands in like a million different cookie jars and we were having just some good conversations and we were like, oh, and you know what? Maybe let's stop talking about that and wait until we can record it. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, can we have the same exact conversation but be recording it so other people can hear it? Because we think this would be super useful. Yeah. 10 minutes ago, Emma said something and I was like, "Ah, you know what? Just wait five minutes. (laughs) Not like I remember what we were talking about. One of the things we were chatting about, and we were we actually posted about it earlier this week, um, was just like the struggles we were having with pricing your work, and especially around the holidays where people oh, want discounts yes. to things, but it, it's it's harder to discount like a piece you've put so much work and effort into, and yeah. the dynamic of being like art, but also retail and the expectations around it, right? Or seeing other artists mm-hmm. feel as though they got their shit together and you're comparing yourself and you're like, Oh my goodness, how do they have all of this, you know, art ready and priced and selling and they have their pictures done and they're on Etsy or they're on Instagram shop or whatever. How are they making all these sales? Why am I feeling super low right now? Dude, the inventory alone. I'm like, how could I like what four or five years into this I have never once felt comfortable like oh restocked inventory no (laughs) I'm always constantly I feel like I'm like catching up and so we went um to like a fantastic art fair over the weekend yes and I was just so impressed I was like you guys there's so much stuff here it was super warm and welcoming and I think again this is how we always have to remind ourselves like we're artists and we're also human Mm -hmm. you know and so I think part of us is always going to have this thought process especially in my opinion if it's an artist that shares the same medium as you Mm -hmm. where you're like oh my goodness look how cool this photographer is they're doing all of this stuff and there might be a little tingent of damn, why am I not doing that? Or why didn't I think of that? 
And, you know, I think it's really easy to find ourselves going down that deep, dark rabbit hole. And something that I've been working on alongside with you, Allie, extremely helpful, these conversations is just pausing and letting yourself be where you are in your art. Mm -hmm. It's okay that you weren't at this art fair showing your work. It's okay that you're not getting a bajillion sales, right? And I think more importantly is we look at these artists and we're not totally sure where they're at. You know, I feel like a lot of times something I've been seeing on social media is this reel or video going around where it's like, (laughs) um, I don't get orders every day and that's totally fine. And, you know, I think again, we, we forget that even though we're in the artist community on Instagram, it's still a highlight reel sometimes, Mm -hmm. you know? And so I think going off of that, there's also a lot of room to share and educate and and to learn from others. And I think that's where we want to talk about today when it comes to monetizing our work. I mean, as an artist who had minored and done this work in an academic setting in college, this was definitely not talked about mm-hmm. at all. Even though my teachers were artists who were selling their work. It just wasn't something that was part of the curriculum. And I don't think it necessarily is, you know? No. And it's just, it, I kind of wrote about this in that caption too. It is such an intimate personal process when you define how to price your work and it's constantly changing right. and it's a journey everyone has to go on. But like, and I've said this to you where I'm like, Emma, double your prices, triple them, like triple them. It's, I was like, you're undervaluing yourself. Right. And it's such, everyone, everyone's going to do that. You're going to start here and you're going to say, this is what, you know what? I don't want to be like too much of a bother. Like mm. here, take eight hours of my life. And then like 20 bucks. <laughs> like This is nothing. Oh my God. It's fine. <laughs> but it's, it's a process. And for some people it might be five minutes for some, it might be five years, but of growing in your confidence in your work and yeah. your overall value. Like right. I think as my pricing evolved, I wasn't just like getting more comfortable in my artistic self. I was getting more comfortable in myself self. Yes. That's so really important. Cause it's so, like you said, because it's so intimate, it's a big chunk of who you are and how you feel about yourself. It's putting a number on your value. Right. And that's really uncomfortable. It's so uncomfortable. Like it is so, so uncomfortable. And again, we're all human. And I think you have to recognize that too, is that this is the process of it. It's not, I mean, we hear about it all the time. We live in a world where things aren't being handmade they're just not, you know, I, I compare it to like, you know, ceramics or pottery, you know, you, someone's going to hand make that it's going to take more time and it's going to be more valuable. 
versus something that you pick up at Home Goods. And I love Home Goods. Like, don't get me wrong. But I know that I can't buy a mug for $5 from an artist because it's totally different. And there's something special about yeah. that. There's there's more meaning behind it. And that is the point of being an artist, whether you're an, a musician or you're a fiber artist, a photographer, anything. It's not just making a product yeah it is meaning it's telling a story it's it's just so you're sharing a piece of you with other people and that's just you're not going to get that at target you're not yeah. going to get that from amazon and that's really important for people out there who may who might not be artists to recognize and i think that's such a key point because again it's like a wave like super yep this is my value oh my god do people like are they like oh i wouldn't i wouldn't buy it for like 150 like right. all this stuff especially and that doubt comes in with people who aren't in the creative space i know if you go to my website you're like hell yeah eight million dollars for that handbag yeah. like yeah. Of course, i know what you did to make that <laughs> yeah and so i know people who are in my network or who do things like similar to what I do. I know they see the value in it. My mm -hmm. insecurities come from like, like I had an order come in today. I was telling you, and it was from like an old, like high school classmate of mine. Hadn't seen him in years or whatever. And I, my immediate thought when I saw his order pop in, I was like, do you think he was like regretting buying it? Cause it was so expensive. <laughs> How crazy is that? Because I was I just know. like, Oh, I don't know if he's going to like understand why it's why I'm pricing it this way. Right. And that immediate doubt comes in when I should be so thrilled. Right. I just made a sale. Yes. All of the time. And I think a lot of this goes into just where we're at with our art and yeah. our work. It's very hard sometimes to find that immense gratitude of where we are in the process mm -hmm. of our journeys with art and how it's never going to be linear. I picked up a DSLR 10 years ago, literally for my 16th birthday. And like, I've grown so much and that doesn't include, or it, it does, but it's never focused on the monetization of my work. Yeah. And I don't, and I think that's something that we have to, to remember is that this is a part of the process. It is not your entire process. Mm -hmm. It's a very important part though, if that's what you want to be doing with your art. And again, if you're like, I'm not really there yet, yeah. I'm just making stuff and I'm figuring it out and I'm learning. That's awesome for you too, you know, but if there's part of you that's like, you know what, down the road, I might, consider this as like a side thing yeah I mean it's still valuable like you're still doing it for other people and I think that I personally this was 2020 and 2021 really were the biggest years of my work from a monetization mm -hmm. point of view it was it was really really big and I still don't have it all figured out there's still a lot of me that's like is that okay or, oh crap. And, you know, I hear it from a lot of loved ones who I think see the process, mm -hmm. right? Alex, my family, you, Allie, you know, like you see the work that I put into my art and then you know my price and you're like, whoa. Jack it up. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's a little low, right? And so, and, and, and then for me, it's like, what? 
no, I think it's okay. And it's like a blind spot. I think it's a really happy blind spot. And I think the point of this and where social media can really help you, one, get out of your comfort zone, but also strengthen your sense of self is showing people what that process is. Showing people, this is what it takes for me to edit a gallery. This is what it takes. This is the equipment that I have. This is this is how I brainstorm my ideas, right? Because all they see my, on your website, I mean, if you don't have, like if you're mo- trying to monetize your work and you're not showing it, it's gonna be really tough for people to know you as a person versus just knowing you as an artist. Yeah, and something I've noticed too about you know, the way I've come to like find people that I find on social that I actually could connect with. It's like, I, I am so appreciative of your work. And I think you're so good at this too, where I know your personality shines through via your social channels. And I think that is so critical, at least for me as a consumer where I could be like, Oh, like this work is fantastic. Oh my God. Like, Oh, but it's really, eh, maybe it's out of my price range, right. but Emma feels like she would be so, she would make me feel comfortable to work with her. Right. So like, I, it, it's another added value yes. to your, what you're charging. Yes. But and also I would never think that your stuff is overpriced. Yeah. <laughs> I, I also like have a hard time. Like that's a whole other thing too, that, and we can talk about it a little bit is it's one thing for artists, I will say, and again, this podcast, if you're listening to it and this is your first time, Allie and I are both artists and we've been doing this for some time now. And it, I think it's different when an artist is saying, hey, this is my price for family, loved ones, yeah, and friends. But I'm just going to give you a little, little tip. Do not ask for a reduced price from someone you know. It is, it will never, <laughs> you might you might craft the perfect text and it might take you hours to say and it's never going to feel great for that artist. Yeah, ever. 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 And, and you know, and that's something that we might not ever be able to understand and we might not ever be able to fully communicate and see eye to eye, but coming from an artist, it, it's just invalidating. If we want to give it to you, we'll give it. We'll give it to you. And there's a, and there's, and that's, there's probably a reason, too, like in terms of time, in terms of inventory. Well, not for nothing, but it's like I know when I'm debating giving up discounts, like, and I, it, it's like a weird line where I, I, I want, I give it to my closest friends, my family, and all this stuff. And there's these people who I'm close with, but I'm like, listen, at the end of the day, it's not like, I'm not Louis Vuitton and this bag cost me a hundred dollars to make and I'm yes. selling it for $8,000. Yeah. The, pro- <laughs> the profit margin isn't there like yeah. that. So like me giving someone a 10% discount cuts into my profit margin. Absolutely. So, like, like, not like it's crazy, but like a good day. Like it's up. a good day. Yeah. And I'm always constantly being like, anytime like someone I know asks me, they're like, Oh, I want to buy one of your bags. And I'm like, are they expecting a discount? Yeah, I know. I'm like, because you're not going to get one. Yeah. I, I went out with you three times in 2018. Yeah. Why? <laughs> no. Full price. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> exactly. And you know what? It shows through. It 
to me, honestly, it's selfish, I think. And yeah. it's it's something that, again, as an artist, there's a reason why, I think we talked about this on our first episode with Molly about like how this term struggling artist or struggling creative or, or starving artist yeah. like came about. And it's like, dude, you could be making bangs. Yeah. Like, I don't know why that came about. Right. And it's just, I think, again, it takes a lot of time. And you know what? Even those people personally who have asked for a discount like that, you know, it those situations have allowed me to dig deeper into myself to find my self-worth. Mm-hmm. And I really am, like just always optimistic in the sense where I truly feel like everything I go through can be a learning opportunity in some way that I just, I really vibe with that. And I think it really drives whatever I do. And so even those moments where it's really uncomfortable and I have to say like, actually, no, I don't have a discounted price for you or no, I can't do that for that amount right now, you know, and these opportunity has made me, feel a lot more confident moving forward and also again adding value to myself of like I'm a pretty I'm a damn good photographer I was about to be like <laughs> you were about to go I'm a pretty good photographer I was about to be like mm-hmm. rephrase that right and this is why again like this conversation is just really leading into why we started that house of willows to begin with and that Allie and I have Again, we met in college where we were both doing our work, like, but not really. Total hobby level. Oh, like, like complete hobby level. Like, maybe doing it, like, I, at least me personally, like, every six months. Unless it was for class. But, like, yeah. personal stuff, very, very rare. And so, we, again, these conversations and Allie is a fiber artist and has no idea the concept of photography. Like I know no idea about your work at all. Slap a filter on it. Like (laughs) I have no idea what's going on. Um, But the advice that we give each other, I think it's not about our art. No. It's about ourselves. It's entirely about ourselves and valuing ourselves yes, and, and that is what it's like my heart oh. is like kind of warm right now i got a little tickle in my chest oh like my soul yes and it and that's what we want to do yeah. here where it's like again if you're an artist and you're not part of a group like Allie and i are part of the house of willows but we have two separate co- complete separate inventories incomes pricing mediums processes like all of it is super separate but we are a team and that's what we want to do here with the house of willows is if you're an artist and you're not part of a group like team or you're not you're not you don't have you don't have a business partner like we want to help you get that value within yourself from just talking and experience and creating together and like that that is the point of this and I think again that is always going to help you no matter where you are whether you're just picking up your first camera or you're trying to start monetizing your art like wherever you are there's going to be value in community Cut. All right. All right, everyone. Bye.
And that's that a wrap. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm just, I, my soul is so warm. And I said that, um, we, like we mentioned earlier, we went to an art fair, um, hosted by at Wire by Ryan. Yes. Give him a follow. We will. Absolutely. Um, Over at Byfield Mass. We've, we've been posting about this group of artists, um, recently. So definitely check them out. But we were driving back to Boston and we are like, we were just like, my soul is so happy. Like we got to meet so many fantastic artists and like some that we had only had conversations through via social. And now we're getting to getting to have those like in we feel like we know them. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I was like, oh, these aren't my best friends. <laughs> Do I have to tell them that? <laughs> Cause I'm pretty sure that they're my best friends. <laughs> you? Ryan, um, if you're listening. <laughs> but it, was, it was just such a great, I, I, I left that day and I came back, like you dropped me off. I got my apartment and I was like, Oh my God, I am. My, I'm just so happy. Like I feel I, I, it was one of the first times and you know, the house of willows is, you know, it's new for us. We've only been doing it for a few months. And right. that was just one of the moments where I came back and I was like, th like that is why we want to do this. Like yeah. these types of experiences, like connecting with people, like, and I just, I was like, Oh my God, like we're building so, like something for someone. Yes. And that felt so good. Yes. Knowing that down the line, there's only like more people that we're going to get to meet. Yeah. I was just like, who are we going to meet next week? Absolutely. Right. And I think that segues nicely into this conversation of where we're at with the House of Willows. You know, you mentioned like we've only been doing this for a few months and I'm like. Feels like it's been eight years it's, of my life. Feels like it's been really long. It's been a process. And to be honest, it's our first time doing this. It is brand spanking new. And the reason why we created it, as we mentioned, is just for this community aspect. And with community aspect, for me at least, comes a lot of vulnerability and just a lot not being perfect. And I will be very honest is that that is still very difficult for me. It's very, very hard. Even creating this podcast has been hard. One of the biggest challenges I have faced in the year of 2021. Like, and I think again, if you're an artist and you've tried a new medium or you've tried something new within your art, you know, we were talking about it with Gabby last month and how sometimes we try new things and there's actually not a lot of pressure. Mm -hmm. And then there are other times when we try new things and there's a shit ton of pressure. I feel so much pressure for House of Willows because I think we put it on ourselves and that we, we believe in it. We want to build a community that we want to build for so many people. But I would also be lying if I wasn't the most stretched out bandwidth wise I think I've been in yeah. years yeah. like and I remember when we launched it was like this I remember the day we went out <laughs> to like a coffee shop and we launched and we were so excited and then like three days later I was like oh we have to keep going yeah we were having like weekly meetings like from the summer till October and then we launched and then we didn't meet for like a couple weeks and we were like <laughs> Like, I don't know. I'm tired. I was like, oh shit. Like, this is the big, it was the end, but there was way a, more work to do. Way, we had a whole new beginning start. And again, we want to be super vulnerable with that because I don't, I mean, I, I do see it. I will say that I have been seeing more artists show their vulnerability with their artwork. And that is the 
best fucking feeling for me because I, it's so it's so hard to just feel like everything you have to do and create is perfect and takes five minutes like i'm oh. loving the trends where it's like 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 instagram versus reality essentially where yes. like they do like their first reel and it's like five seconds and they're like actually this was 50 hours of work yeah. so <laughs> Or like the unedited photos that they're doing or whatever. They're like, yeah, some days it's some days it's good, some right. days it's shit. Right. Like, absolutely, absolutely. And it's just it's so important to know and realize that no one's one hundred percent ready for anything. And I say that even outside of the art community. Like if people waited to be 100% ready for something, we would, I don't know where. You'd never start. I know. Well, I don't even know where, like, half of the people would be. <laughs> Just sitting. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know for me, some of the best things that have ever happened to me, that I've ever accomplished, any any of those things, honestly, were, like, spur-of-the-moment decisions. And, like, yes. I, I remember the day I, I, like, made my website. And I, like... Like, I was like, I'm doing Shopify. I'm doing the whole thing. I'm right. going to start selling it. I'm like, this is it. It's happening. I just, like, woke up. And I was like, what the? <laughs> this, just build it. Just, just, just fucking do build it. it. Like, Publish the shit. Just do it. <laughs> and it was, like, so split. I didn't have any time to think about it. I just, like, pulled the website together in, like, two days. And I launched it. And I was like, okay, we're good. We're launched. And it was, <laughs> looking back at that, I was like, that took three years. Yes. Of a buildup. Of me just thinking, I should build a website yes and so it's just like finding those moments where you know you might not feel super secure in it but you just have to jump off of that cliff and I know it's such a cheesy thing to say but just like don't think about it if you're going to wait for something to be entirely perfect you're never going to be able to move forward in your work yeah like at least for me like I am my biggest roadblock I like I, I have a lot of anxiety just in general and I'm constantly mm -hmm. trying to anticipate like the next five steps ahead right. because I'm like, well, if I know five steps ahead, then I can, you know, correct the situation now. Before. Yeah, now. <laughs> Proactive. And that's it. just not the way it works. You just have to do it. Like get out of your head. It's okay that you're not doing it right the first time. Mm -hmm. I, I know that we're going to look at our podcasts a year from now we'll and be like, like, we don't listen to the first three episodes what? anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess the biggest thing in all of this is just finding people, whether it's other artists, whether it's loved ones, whether it's people that you met on the internet. Yeah, <laughs> we're really loving the internet people. Lately. We really are. And just the biggest thing is, is that you will meet someone who really resonates with your value and what you're creating. Mm -hmm. And that is the biggest takeaway. Yeah, it's really, I mean, you're... Your own confidence, and this changes person to person, but it's gonna like ebb and flow, and it's gonna come in waves. And to just have a a team behind you, where on the days it's low, can help kind of yep. keep you afloat for that time being, is really critical. That's been really critical for me. It's building these relationships and learning and listening, and I think that is something that I continue to work on in myself. Is like just listening and experiencing and witnessing people do what they love to do and 
appreciating that and taking what I need from it. And that's really what we want to do here is just take as many different people as we can and put everyone in this one community with the same value and mission of what we can do as artists.